0: hot springs the saturday after thanksgiving it's not a formal event but we're going to be up there bill myself kevin i think larry's going to meet us um but it'll be the saturday after thanksgiving hot
1: springs hot springs off road park
2: you're listening to a four by four radio network podcast
1: next, next entire usa we got you find out more about the tires that three out of the four jeep talk show hosts run the Next Entire Rodeon MTX at next usa.com Are you ready? It's the Jeep Dog Show with wendy There will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people
2: laugh. That's it's good for my soul. Chuck. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's
0: a huge deal. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Heidi Ho, Jeep Talk Show listener. We sure appreciate you being here with us tonight. Don't forget to use the hashtag Jeep Talk Show and hashtag giveaway on our giveaways, I should say, on all your social media posts. We have. Uh, Lots of great sponsors uh, giving away uh, items repeatedly here on the show, and uh, we, you know, we want the world to know about it. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never driven anything but Jeeps, this show is for you. Chuck, Wendy, Josh, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about Jeeps. Didn't see that coming, did you?
2: Did you practice or something? <laughs> you made it through there without a stumble for the first time, and I don't know how many episodes. I focused. We get stuff, man? Can we talk
1: about both? <laughs> Can we talk about what? Can we talk about old Jeeps this time, or does they have to be the new, not cool, plasticky type Well, Jeeps? they're all old
0: Jeeps. They're getting older all the time, Chuck. So, every Jeep we talk about is an old Jeep. That company's
2: over 80 years old every- now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I've got a feel-good Jeep story about a vet. And speaking of veterans, I've got some details about how any service member can get an exclusive discount on a new Jeep.
1: And this is Chuck, and I want to say a special thank you, very, very much thank you to Tony and the Jeep Talk Show for the wonderful SEMA week that I got to experience. Uh, probably one of the best times that I've ever had in my life. And I could have never been able to do it had you guys not paid for the entire trip. And I, you know, <laughs> Tony, thank you very much for the check that you gave me. I mean, I know we, I don't make that much on my part of the show, but uh, every little bit helps. And in a special thank you. For all the extra beer money. Bill, Chris, Larry, and I really did appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. Well, You're a we, good guy.
0: we took a collection up from all those people that stole your beer at the uh, the Jeep Talk Show event, and uh, <laughs> they were able to uh, <laughs> to come up with quite a fund for all the beers they took. <laughs> Need to get a combo lock on that thing, Chuck. Well, I'm Deal. Tony, and uh, I'm here for the show, I-, I guess I should say. You know, uh, I-, I know everybody's going to go, aww. But I usually take a nap on show night because it's uh, it's pretty late for me, and it's it's a little earlier now, but it's still pretty late for me. And uh, either uh, I slept through the alarm or I didn't hear it go off. Which Dang. is sleeping through. Which is sleeping through the alarm. <laughs> I wish I could sleep that heavy. Jeez. Oh, it's so strange. I didn't. I was wide awake. I didn't think I was going to sl- go to sleep, and then when I did, oh my god.
2: Jeep news, National Jeep news and news from around the world. It's this week in Jeep. Well, this vet gets a free Jeep for his service and sacrifice. Originally from Elizabeth, New Jersey, James Barbosa, a US Army specialist veteran was deployed to Afghanistan in 2009, was injured in combat, and uh, well, he was honorably discharged in 2013. This Jeep donation he received was made possible by the efforts and volunteers of the Military Warriors Support Foundation, who provides programs and events that help veterans successfully transition back into civilian life. Wells Fargo and a local Jeep dealer were also involved in making this momentous occasion happen. The vehicle in question here is a brand spanking new 2023 Jeep Renegade Sport in bright white and dark gray interior. In his acceptance speech, the Army vet said that he was incredibly humbled, very honored, and extremely grateful to everybody who made this possible.
1: That's very nice. I love that, hearing stuff like this. Yeah, and I I don't know why it is, but it sure seems like a lot of the Jeep community are also veterans. You know, I mean, it's kind of like that. We gravitate toward it, maybe, or maybe there's just so many veterans, and you know, that's what I focus in on. But it uh, it it's so it's bitching, and those boys and girls that that were in the in the armed services, man. Like any time we can give back, you know, I think it's great.
2: Absolutely, yeah. No, absolutely. We uh, the show here, uh, Jeep Talk Show, has got a long history of of supporting uh, uh, groups like this and 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 uh, e- events like this as well. Uh, and and we always kind of you know bring out these feel good Jeep stories whenever they surface and and, and share them with you guys. Uh, this actually kind of strikes a chord with me as well. Uh, you know, anytime the, that I, that I see stuff like this, I mean, it just uh, it's, it's it's like I said, those feel good Jeep stories and uh and it's such a pleasure to to read these out to you guys versus those stories about you know somebody got their jeep stolen or they woke up to it covered in pizza or you know something like that so
0: <laughs> i think that uh you see, it if there is uh, a bunch of uh many vets that have jeeps i think that it is probably because of the self reliance uh that uh, that is really very common with jeepers and uh i think that military people see that self reliance i mean uh I mean, you do work as a team, but you, you have to be capable of taking care of yourself. And not saying that people without Jeeps can't. I'm just saying I think that
1: that's the way the mindset is for Jeep owners. I, I honestly think it's the adventurous spirit. You know, I mean, I, we talked about it off off air, and I've thrown some stuff out there on the internet of, you know, sitting down with dad, you know, and, and going over thousands of pictures. You know, a lot of my dad's friends, unfortunately, we have to say were now because they've all passed but they were all vietnam vets and it's just picture after picture after picture of oh that was so and so and you know we, I met him in you know Okinawa or I met him here and there and they come back and of course they lived in northern california but it's that adventurous let's we lived let's go out and have some fun and and uh, they all did it in jeeps yeah you know, they started in four drive trucks you know old square bodies and old fords and ended up all in jeeps
2: Well, you know, coming back after World War II, a lot of the soldiers were looking for those Jeeps that, I mean, for all intents and purposes, saved a lot of their lives. I mean, the the Jeep won the war. Uh, And and so coming back, I mean, in the early 50s and stuff, I mean, those were the vehicles the guys were looking for. And, And I think that it started then, you know, and and so when great grandpa or whatever had a, you know, had a Jeep and, and it kind of just sort of you know snowballed from there generational sort of thing, uh, you know, you want to be like grandpa or whatever. And so you get a Jeep as, as well. And it's probably just one of those things that, that sort of uh, is ingrained into bloodlines, uh, if you will. I mean, hell, Chuck, your own story, although, you know, not the family necessarily having uh, uh, the military background and, and the Jeeps were because of that. But you have a long story That's background a- with Jeeps. And it was, you, I mean, you were born into Jeeping. Uh, and, and, so, you know, that's, that's just, that's the kind of stuff that, that leads to people buying Jeeps generationally.
1: Well, that's exactly what happened. My grandfather and his brother, my uncle Carl, yeah, I guess he'd be my great uncle Carl came back from Vietnam or not Vietnam. Um, excuse me, uh, the forgotten war, uh, Korean war. Korean war. Yeah. 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 That, I mean, that's, that's exactly what they did. They came back from Korean war and instantaneously bought Jeeps and started wheeling. That's, that's great. That's how it all started. Mm-hmm. That's how the whole brand started, just about. <laughs> I mean, at least here
2: in the States, yeah, as far the, as you know, the CJs go right. and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Well, speaking of veterans, uh, Jeep is saluting U.S. military and veterans with a $1,000 cash back deal. Now, Jeep is doubling down on America's military with a special discount deal. The brand will be offering active-duty military and veterans $1,000 cash back on the Wrangler and Gladiator models through the rest of November of 2022 in honor of Veterans Day. The amount is twice that of the brand's ongoing $500 military discount offered across its lineup. With more than 80 years of history, the Jeep brand is extremely proud of our military heritage. We are always looking for ways to honor the servicemen and servicewomen who serve our country, said Jim Morrison, Senior Vice President and Head of Jeep Brand North America. The discount can also be applied to the Wrangler and Gladiator Freedom models that were announced for the 4th of July. We did a whole showcase breakdown of these Jeeps in episode 638 if you'd like to learn more about Jeep's latest Freedom Edition Jeeps. Now both Jeeps come standard with a 285 horsepower V6, 6-speed manual, and 4-wheel drive. The special Freedom Edition Jeeps come with a package of functional and design features that include American flag badges on the sides and Oscar Mike decals on the tailgates which is a military expression meaning on the move or on mission. For every one of these Freedom Edition Jeeps sold, Jeep will make a $250 donation to military charities. Freedom models can already be found on dealer lots, so if you want to see one in person, head over to your local Jeep dealer to check one out.
1: Yeah, sure. Josh, I, you know, I've really talked about buying a new Gladiator, and now after hanging out with Greg uh, with unofficial use only, Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to wait until Jeep makes the two door because okay, after yeah. seeing Greg's rig, you're like, no way. I'm not buying a four door. Like the Greg's is right. so more bitching. Like it is so sexy. And I looked at him and said, I should have just brought the scrambler. Cause that's exactly what you made. But, um, definitely way, way cool. Like I, I wish they had one right now where I'd go and use this cash back deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Tomorrow. the Gladiator
2: was when the Gladiator was first coming out, when we were starting to see teaser videos and that, I mean, everybody was was wondering, are they going to do a two door? Because we've got a two door Wrangler yeah. and a four door Wrangler, so why not a two door Gladiator and a four door Gladiator? It makes sense, it, although they're not sense. based on the same platform. The Gladiator is actually based on a Ram fifteen hundred platform. So, there's, you know, tra- right. trying to, you know, maneuver that chassis into a two-door version of it. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we here on the show have seen the behind the scenes all the work that went into Greg Henderson's two-door uh, uh, Jeep that he had at SEMA there. Uh, it's not an easy task. So, turning that 1500 Ram frame into a two-door Jeep is probably not going to happen, but, at least not
1: without… Did. Greg did it. <laughs> well, <laughs> he used it. I, I actually, I guess he did. But he
3: used the
0: Ford platform right greg sort of, used the right. four-door
1: platform yeah he used the four by e platform and then and then you know just retooled the body i I say just you know i mean like yeah, a ton of no, work exactly. but you know but, but it's essentially the metal. he did he right. did use
2: factory panels i mean so for all intents and purposes all this would take would be a slight retooling of one of the assembly lines you know i yeah. I, I don't know exactly how extensive the 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 factory would need modifications in order to make that happen since greg essentially used all off-the-shelf factory panels to to make that happen now the bed was an aftermarket bed we know that much so it's not exactly an off-the-shelf jeep item right there wasn't it i thought thought it was i think i thought he just extended that bed made it longer
1: i thought it was uh well i
2: thought it was the moto i thought it was the moto built bed that he put on that jeep
1: no uh -uh. uh, no no, I, i don't so he used the he sourced the gladiator bed and then extended it from my understanding yeah that's
0: my understanding too to so a, so a a even cab. better
2: it's all it's really all factory stuff with some modifications because
1: well, the back end does
2: not look like it has as much bed as a factory gladiator i think it the extension more. of the bed was in the front yeah, not in the back. Yeah, it, it actually has more. Uh, according, we'll just have to get Greg on here and ask. Yeah, him. Yeah, we'll have to get Greg on there because I'm I'm kind of curious yeah. about that now because um, I, I thought that I because I we know that Motor Built has a shorter bed that you can buy for your Gladiator, but it looks radically different than the factory one. This is a
1: factory yeah. bed.
0: Interesting. This, this is
1: a, and it, the reason that it doesn't look so I won't say weird because I think the Gladiator looks good. The two door with the Gladiator bed is more, um, it's, it's even, you know, it doesn't have a really long cab and then the door, I mean, then the, the tire and long ass, it's got a nice size cab, a nice spacing between the tire and then a nice spacing behind the tire. Like it flows really well. Yeah. It looks balanced. Yeah. Balance. That's the right word. I mean, it is sexy. It's
2: real sexy. So we've seen some other two door, um, Images. I mean, I, I guess concepts. Uh, probably more uh, photoshopped than anything of of some uh, some JT concepts, if you will. Uh, Two door concepts. I mean, there was one that was uh, I don't know. It was a couple years ago. Uh, but I think it was somebody that that is commonly known for uh, producing you know f- uh, some pretty crazy but very well known and very well done photoshopped images of Jeeps before they are released. And uh, there was a blue one and I think a red one out there as well, if, if memory is serving me correctly. Um, and then, of course, the concept. I didn't Jeep bring a concept vehicle that was kind of like that to Easter Jeep Safari uh, within the last couple of few years. I, I I can't remember exactly. But uh, nonetheless, uh, really cool truck, really cool technology. And, yeah, we, we, we really do want a two-door Gladiator Jeep, so make it happen.
0: Yeah, I think they've been playing around with the idea for a number of years.
2: Well, let's see how long it takes to come to fruition. Anybody want to uh, take a a bet as to uh, should we see? Will we see it before twenty twenty five? Yes,
0: uh, and, and more importantly, I think the Jeep Talk Show should push
2: them to name it a Scrambler. Oh, oh, yes. oh. here, here! It'd be the first authentic name badging use uh, that Jeep has done in the last two decades. I think.
0: Oh, I guess it's not going to happen then.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> it sounds
0: like that's a bridge too far, Tony. <laughs> it's not, yeah. It would be cool and, to see that scrambler name come
1: back with with us yeah, agreeing how they were using it. Yeah, and I, and I will tell you, I will sell cows to buy it. That's one of those. <laughs> if that comes out, that's one of those. Like I'm selling the ranch. I don't care. I I don't care if the damn thing's a hundred grand. Like I'm buying it. I'll sell everything.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, like when the Gladiator first came out, I, mean, I think we saw price points of around 60 grand, I think, 65,000 for the early yes. release or, you know, to to have that claim that I got one of the first 500 made or whatever it was, you know, and uh, uh, I mean, still, you're paying, what, five, $15,000 over MSRP to say that you got one of the first? Ah, not worth it to me, but, you know, I don't know. That's, uh, that's, that's uh, somebody else's story to tell. Uh, for the new Gladiators, I mean, if they do come out with a two-door, I'd be kind of curious to see what the price point is compared to the four-door when it came out. Well, Jeeper, if you have a news tip or response to any one of our stories, we love hearing what you guys have to say, especially uh, when it's uh, something about one, one of our articles or one of our uh, one of our stories, something like that. Be sure to let us know. You can do it by phone or by email. Head over to com slash contact to find out how to reach out and engage with us here at the show
3: are listening to a 4x4
2: Radio Network podcast. Hey, when was the last time you were actually over at the 4x4 Radio Network website? Has it been a little while? Be sure to check it out. There's all kinds of new changes and updates that are happening all the time. There's a lot of great off-road podcasts that are putting out content all the time, too. The On the Trail podcast, Trail Chasers, Center Steer podcast, the 4x4 podcast, and of course the Jeep Talk Show is there as well. It's the web's only source. Only one-stop shop for all of the Internet's best off-roading podcasts. It's all in one place, and it's all at 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there.
0: I'm not calling to win yet. It's Tuesday morning. Just drove an hour and a half to work. Just for a week, I'm driving in an hour and a half to work. So I got one show in. actually made it the whole way listening to one show. I was impressed. Heard myself called out for not being a current paid subscriber. Two years, I was a paid subscriber, and like you started off the last episode, times get tough, things happen, keep moving forward, and that's why y'all are currently not being paid. Uh, I'm getting through it, all's going to be good, about the new job, day one was done, um, back here again this morning, yeah, ready to upgrade some Jeeps. Um, that said, I'll be calling back in later to win some tires. Because it's too early, and normally with thirty-six callers, uh, it's too early to call. All right, I'll be calling back. You have a great day. Giddy up!
2: You're so loud. <laughs> Giddy up, <laughs> Travis. Thanks for calling in, man. Missed that voice. <laughs> uh, never,
1: too uh, never too early. At least he's never too early.
0: At least he's paying attention. <laughs> he's listening and he's paying attention. <laughs> i bet you that uh, i bet you that's a weird thing when you're just rolling along you can't really say anything back you know and you hear you're called out on the show and he's like you son of a bitch talking (laughs) about me you (laughs) fudgers. uh yeah travis uh, travis is good people Uh, i like him a lot yeah
3: gladiator my name is
2: gladiator
3: gladiators
0: gladiator so josh uh you yeah. remember on uh june uh, the fourth or whatever it was uh that uh, when we had the the jeep talk show event um you uh you rode along and uh, I think you were riding along with me, weren't you? Uh, you were in the in the Gladiator, weren't you? I mean, you were yeah, pop, I, popping I, around,
2: but I was going to say I was I was in and out of a few jeeps uh over the weekend, but uh, but yeah, no, I I I remember most of that. I remember I didn't scratch anything this time.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you you reached down there and started scratching. I said, nope, not in the Gladiator. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I uh, I was just going to report that uh, every obstacle that we and I think this is a fair statement I think this is correct every obstacle that we okay. did on June the fourth that I took bypasses on uh, I went over uh, I went through this time uh, my my uh, mantra was Bill what do you think should I do it and he's like yeah it's not that bad and then up and over you remember the one the the stinky water area TRO well yeah. Uh, I went down through the stinky water, went through the the two rocks that are real close together, and yeah. then uh, and then up the uh, the embankment. I was told later because I posted it up on the TikTok, I was told later that that was the easy one. I said, hey, I was just following the 392. If the 392 went up it, I went up it. And uh, right, it's, yeah, it's just that gladiator is just amazing. Uh, it, it, there's no slippage of
2: tires. I don't have lockers well that a lot of that i think has to do with the necks and rhodian mtxs that i think are on. so yeah uh, I, you know if you were to have i mean let's i mean just for sake of argument like some bfg Terrains or something a great tire you know tried trued, tested uh, an excellent tire by any stretch of the imagination but it just would not have given you the kind of traction that the rhodian mtxs do and i think a lot of the jeep's performance comes down to the tire I mean, the I remember the first set of tires I ever had on my Jeep were some uh, Yokohama Geolanders, uh, a, a semi okay all terrain tire, more of an all season than an all terrain, but they did okay. But they weren't an actual all terrain. They certainly weren't like the Duratrax that I end up on uh, with them on uh, on there, or or even like the the Rodian MTXs or the Procomps that I've ran, or the BFGs. It was just you know so many different tires. They all perform such so, so differently. So if you were to have another set of tires on that Gladiator, same size, same setup and everything, but a different tire, I think you would have had different results, Tony.
0: I think so. Uh, well, I guess uh, Don Alexander uh, and uh, Wendy and Bill, they've uh, they've actually gone out and tested this, and that's what they report. And one of the reasons why it was such an easy uh, choice for me to go to with Nex and Rodion MTXs um and they're great they're a great tire great looking tire too but anyway it was it was a lot of fun getting out there it wasn't kind of any kind of a jeep talk show official event or anything it was just something that uh two uh uh, uh, jeep talk show uh team members were going to go do and uh we kind of announced it on the show a little bit not really didn't really promote it that much and uh well you must have
2: only only mentioned it on the round table because i don't remember any mention of this here on, on, on on this section of the show
0: yeah i think you're right and uh, so, anyway, uh, we had uh, uh, five, I think, five Jeeps total. So, it was me, Bill, uh, John, and uh, two other people. Actually, I think mm-hmm. we had six Jeeps.
2: Cause there when was, was a- this? Was this, like, this, this last weekend or something? Yeah, last weekend. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm missing that context as to when all this happened. Because for a second there, I thought you were still talking about I'm the uh, Jeep Show we- event in, in Texas. And I'm like... No. no, he's like this. This sounds like it happened at a different time. It's okay. This was actually talked about on the Wednesday episode. It was a Wednesday
0: free for all, and uh, we did quite a bit of talking about the off-road event. So in my mind, the the timeline is there. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> but if you if you're not keeping up with the shows then yeah it probably wouldn't make much sense and I'm glad you mentioned it so we could uh, make sure people understood yeah it was just a uh not a, a last minute off road event but a, a quick off road event and we had several people uh say hey saw you out there and uh, nice. I think uh, John Lee said actually uh yeah uh well you should have uh, should have come over said hello tony uh, uh, is not that unfriendly <laughs> <laughs> But it uh, it it was a really really good uh, time out there. Oh, and the thing of the best part of it was it was uh, it was chilly. It was actually the the breeze coming in through the window was cooler than the the little bit of AC that I had on. So when the breeze would come through the windows, it actually cooled you off a little bit, and it wasn't hot to start with. So like in the fifties. So so what you're
2: saying is you probably could have taken the XJ. Uh yeah, probably could. If I had other uh, the other <laughs> issues uh, of it uh, resolved, sure. Well that's uh that's good. Uh, were there any pictures that were uh that were taken or shared? I haven't seen anything on the Discord server. Oh and, and my god, lots of virtually yet, so.
0: Lots of pictures on Discord, lots
2: of pictures okay. on uh, TikTok. Uh
0: lots of pictures on Instagram. Uh, I think um uh yeah, there's a, a few videos. Uh I mean, there's no uh, external videos, but dashcam videos, so. We didn't have a film crew there, but uh, it was uh, a lot of fun. Any-
2: any recoveries? Any any carnage?
0: No, no. It, was, it the day was really nice. It was a beautiful day. Uh, it wasn't wet. It was a little little dusty because we didn't have any rain uh, ahead of time. Mm. And uh, no, and there was a, a a new Jeeper following me in a uh, a, a bright green um, uh, JL uh, JLU, I believe it was. And uh, she had a question over GMRS. Uh, how do I put it in four low? And she went through everything I did. She had been trained nice. to go off road, but wasn't sh- quite sure how to go into four low. So they had to get her in four low, and uh, then that was all she all the, all the help that she needed. <laughs> she was going through everything that I went through. So way cool she did a did a great job with it. Oh, very nice. Uh, do you remember the uh, the jeep that was way up in front of us that uh, was uh, uh, blowing uh, uh, smoke? It was so good; it was g- getting rid of all the mosquitoes. He was out there getting rid of the mosquitoes again.
2: Well, I'll be darn. Oh, and I and well, I have he, must, to, he must be a local. Uh, you know, somebody that lives uh, close. Like, uh, doesn't John John Lee live like right around the way? Uh, Bill and John Lee both are about thirty minutes from uh, Hidden Falls. Gosh dang, yeah. that's just yeah.
0: Gosh. And uh, and this was a, a friend of Bill's uh, that, uh, that out there. He he and his wife. That was a lady in the green jeep. And I've got to mention this. I don't think I've mentioned this to Chuck. Uh, the the six jeeps, including the uh, the YJ. Uh, with a broken front hub uh, lock, the hub locking wouldn't wouldn't work for him. Uh, we were all able to make it up that last uh, little bit of TRO. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so the, all right. so enough, John enough. had this picture of you know of he took a picture of the gladiator going up there, and he goes, "Okay, the back of the gladiator. If you can draw a line, that's how far uh, Chuck's eighty one scrambler made it." <laughs> I hate almost. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like All I, right, you, it's so like I told. To it, it's like I told John out there. I said, John, he had to be careful with that scrambler. It wasn't like he had a tow rig or anything to take it back home if he broke it. So you know, it's a long
2: drive.
1: <laughs> Son of a. bitch. It is a long drive.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, Tony, did you roll out solo? Did you take any of the daughters or the wife with you, or anything like that? Oh no, my wife's not gonna go. It's too scary for her. Uh, my uh, my oldest son was invited,
0: but uh, the a sick uh, sick wife, and uh, I don't think th- I don't think it's a secret, uh, but uh, they're having a second child. So, uh, the uh, my daughter in law is uh, having a morning sickness. So he was uh. he was there taking care of the two year old and the uh not two year old uh so he was unable to go he He was planning on
2: going, but it just didn't work out but no, I was all by myself way cool, man. Well, glad you had fun. Glad everything turned out uh, sort of as expected, and and all that sort of stuff. Uh, are there any? Are going to be any more of these in the near future? Do you think? I, I know this was sort of impromptu, kind of last minute sort of thing. But you know, if the invite pops up again, would you would you jump at the opportunity? Let me uh, let me just uh, ask John real
0: quick. John, you got to stop talking. I'm going to bring you in. Hey, John. Uh, uh, Josh is asking. I was talking about the the event uh, that the little off road event. Uh, me, you, and Bill. Uh, a couple other folks went to uh he was asking about the, anything else coming up that we might want to announce you guys were talking about something coming up uh, pretty soon was it uh hot springs or something i forget exactly what you yeah. were talking about
2: hot springs the saturday after thanksgiving
0: it's not a formal event but we're going to be up there bill myself kevin i think larry's going to meet us um but it'll be the saturday after thanksgiving hot springs hot springs off road park would it be if people wanted to find out more information about it? If they wanted to go and, and meet up, would you say Discord was the best way to go with that, or what?
3: Yeah, probably
0: Discord. All right, would, and 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 yeah. wh- tell me the the it's the would you say the Saturday after Thanksgiving? Yep, yep, yeah. that's gonna be out there. And again, it's not it's not formal. We uh, we're just gonna hit a few trails out there and kind of hang out kind of like we did Saturday. Right, and it, and it's a one-day thing, right? Right. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. One, right? 26 that, yeah. Yeah, we're not. Is that the we're one out. in Arkansas? Yes. I'm sorry, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Yep. All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. Yep. Sure. And if you're wondering, how in the world do we have uh, uh, John Lee on tap? <laughs> We have uh the we used to do a a Zoom uh meeting on uh, the nights that we recorded the episode, uh, this episode, and uh they, they still come in and hang out, even though uh, we're not doing the Camp Fireside Chat uh segment anymore. And I knew John was on uh talking and listening. There's uh, there's actually quite a crew. There's about uh, ten people uh in the uh, the Zoom meeting tonight. Uh more importantly, the uh to let you know about the Discord, Discord server uh is available. Just go to Jeep com slash contact. Scroll on down through there and you'll see a, uh, a link for an invite to the Discord server. And you can join up. And you, w- you just want to look for, you can ask anybody on there. But uh, if you look for John Lee or uh, Bill ATX, uh, those, uh, I think Bill's going to that. Um, so uh, you can just uh, uh, look for those guys and uh, get more information
2: on it. Well, looks like that hot springs off-road park, Tony, is only about a seven-hour drive from you.
0: Yep, you never going to look- tell
2: <laughs> think you'll make it
0: uh i just went to one so you never know all right
1: it's eight hours and 45 minutes for me oh well, that's uh, that's pretty cool I, I didn't realize it was that class look, it's like the halfway point for
2: both you it. guys
1: <laughs> i i actually might do it because i can just throw the scrambler on just the the short gooseneck and haul down there you know wheel get a hotel and then Get up the next I was day and say, come You back. could yeah,
2: make a weekend of it. I mean, that'd just yeah be a, almost a day trip for you, exception of uh of the travel time.
0: So uh, is the scrambler in working order, uh, Chuck? I think you
1: have you're having problems with it, aren't you? Well, both of those uh, have the answer of yes. Uh, it is in working order. Yes, I have problems with it. <laughs> 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 but that's that's a jeep, right? I mean that that's just how when you hand build stuff. Uh, They never work right. So, (laughs) I mean, they're for commercial television.
2: Did did I hear right that uh, a friend of yours crashed your scrambler or something like that? Was that? Ex friend.
0: Used to be friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's still a very good friend of mine. Uh, um, Enough so that, Josh, I come off the, uh, the pastures two days ago and the front end come the fuck unhinged. And when I mean unhinged, for the first time in my life, and I've owned a lot of Jeeps. I had death wobble. And I oh. thought, oh, my God, if that happened with me going down the interstate at 80, oh, I would've, it would have just completely come unhinged. Yeah, the yeah. front end. So I went underneath there and started looking at all the steering. I mean, everything's bent and screwed up. So, uh, yeah. So right. drivability the issues, benders, any, any runnability issues? No, it fires right up every time. Nice. Yeah, it just... For whatever reason, and I even checked the hubs because every once in a while, if you've got, you know, your front end locked in and, but you're only in two wheel drive and your tires will grab a, grab an edge on the asphalt here. It'll happen, but nope, the front end was not locked in nothing. I just come off the pasture from, you know, across the street where we winter them and got on it a little bit. And then all of a sudden that was it. That's all she wrote. And I was like, uh, I almost went into the ditch. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. So what Thanks. what are the plans? Are we thinking axle swap? Are we thinking just
2: some uh, steering I'll linkage upgrades? Know. Or, I mean, how far are you going to go? Yeah.
1: No, no, no. I, I like my axles. You know, I, I'm just running the old Danas, you know, in, in AMC. Uh, I'll probably just go underneath there and do some upgraded steering. Because I'm still running, uh, you know, the stock power steering. But I'm running 35s now. So I'm pretty sure they're just worn out. Because, you know, 35s on a on a stock cj front end is uh well i mean it's got lockers and stuff in it but you know what i mean stock wise right. um it's just probably a little worn out and i drive the hell out of that jeep you know i'll i'll yeah. get in it and drive two hours to a job site and you know just to make sure that the guys are working and then drive home you know so it's it, it gets a lot of road time
0: well i'm sorry you're having problems with it but it sounds like you'll uh you'll get it worked out i was just thinking you you got a little bit of work to do there before if you're going to go to uh, Hot Springs, you'd get a little work to do there. Although, I guess if you towed it out there and you can point it in the general direction, it would be all right. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I, I'm i not going to drive it to Hot Springs. No. No, <laughs> no man. No. No. <laughs> no. It, no. No. Any,
2: any risk of death wobble whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And, and it uh, because I'm only bringing one Jeep, uh, I'll just do it with the you know truck and gooseneck. You know, I'm not going to. It won't be a big production. <laughs> I'll just show up.
0: Well, I know you love the driving the scrambler, but you actually, you got other Jeeps that, uh, what was the one that you just recently uh, took out uh, and uh, put it on the back of a, uh, a a flatbed and took out the, the, oh, it was actually a job site, wasn't it? Because uh, you were holding, yeah. hauling the trailer along with the, along with the Jeep.
1: Yeah. So um, we needed to get a bunch of dirt for a project. So we just went out and made my pond that much bigger. So the guys had the excavators out and just moving a lot of material. And um you know, we have a rule here at the ranch that, you know, my wife says you can have as many vehicles as you want, as long as they all run. So, I'll, I want to say about a year and a half, two years ago, um, my my oldest son, Nathan, blew the motor on my CJ5. So, and he went, I mean, he blew it. it I mean, there's there was three giant holes in the side of the block on oh. the 4.2, which is Jeez. the same block as a 4.0. I mean, he grenaded it. And that motor was... Right I mean, it was tuned so nice. I mean, you know, you have it for this the same rig for 17 years. I mean, you talk about dialed in, so it's like oh, no big deal, so uh I, I had an extra one. I oh, didn't we, know where it was. Quick,
2: real quick, Chuck. was it an overrev? Was it uh, oil pressure? I mean yeah. uh, hydrologging mean, no. what, what what happened?
1: So I don't know. we went out wheeling one day on the south pasture. Uh, we call it the South 80. And, which is funny because it's now the most most northern pasture we have, but um probably an all day affair of trail riding and wheeling and rock crawling and you know picnic and ended up at a pond and you know and uh, uh had a barbecue. the neighbors all have their jeeps they showed up it was a great time. I was in the Scrambler I had not built it yet, so it had a v8 and a four speed t one seventy six four speed and whopping. Two seventy-three gears. Uh-huh. True story. Uh-huh. From the factory AMC 273s. So my CJ5, Nathan, was driving it. It's got four eighty-eights and a T eighteen four speed. So and an inline six and not a V eight. So when we left, you get on the gravel road. Well, what's the first thing you do? You take it out of four low and you drive back to the ranch. It was late. Nathan didn't know what he was doing. I'm in too high, pulling my Jeep trailer with all the camping gear in it and all the barbecue stuff. Nathan gets out on the gravel road, tries to keep up with dad. He, I don't know what the RPM was, but he said he had floored it. He was in four low. That Jeep might, in fourth gear, it might do 10 miles an hour, maybe 15 at the most. I'm doing 40. So then all of a sudden, he just goes away. You know, it's a pitch black out here there's no light washers yeah. no nothing so headlights are gone so what does dad do i just shift fire left and just instantaneously that my scrambler like went in through the ditch out through the pastures you know there was a section right there there was no fence my wife was like what in god's name are you doing i said expletive expletive mind your own business and i went back and because i thought something had happened you know because that, that I thought CG5, went a ditch or something yeah right i mean it that that thing is uh is sprung over uh has an amazing amount of articulation, but you have to drive it, you know it's not like a rig, you can just get in and go down the interstate. you can, I've done it, but you really have to pay attention and and you know he's fifteen, sixteen years old, and oh shit, I go back there, and he is just wide eyed knuckle holding on in the middle of the road, and he goes. I don't know what just happened. He said, something exploded underneath. He says, I saw the flash, and oh. then it died. I, I said, okay, no big deal. And I start laughing, and he, go, and he gets upset. My, both kids get upset at me because I laugh a lot, and they think I'm laughing at them. And I'm like, dude, no one's shooting at you. It's fine. Like it, It's just a rig. So you go <laughs> underneath, and all of, all of the oil is all over the road. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, oh, uh, yeah. He, he didn't even roll very far, you know, <laughs> because he's in four low... You know, tagged. <laughs> so it's like, okay, no <laughs> no big deal. My wife is like, What the hell are you doing? So I looked at him and I said, Just turn your steering wheel. And he goes, Okay. And we pushed it out until it hit the ditch. And I kicked it. And we just let it roll right down the hill. And he goes, Well, what are you gonna do, Dad? I was like, Well, ain't no one gonna go get it down there. So I said, they can't drive it away, and they're not gonna go try to like steal anything from it because it's out in the middle of the pasture now, and it probably rolled four or five hundred yards or whatever oh, so okay. yeah he uh he <laughs> he grenaded it and i mean good so the next day we went uh we went and got it and then i i made him you know do the recovery you know like oh, hey, sure. learn yeah. so um uh, fast forward now about a year and uh it's kind of eating on me you know like uh, it's even when people come over, they're like, "Man, it's real sad that you just let that thing sit underneath the tree." And I thought, "Yeah, you know what? You're right." So uh, um, tried to find the damn um, engine for it. You know, everyone wants a thousand bucks. It's like I'm not paying a thousand dollars for an inline six. Uh, you can just go buy them for three hundred dollars. And I thought, "Wait a minute, I have one. I just don't know where it is." Made the phone calls. Re- remembered where we found it, or remember where I left it, which was in somebody else's fence row uh told him hey turn it then make sure it's not locked up it wasn't so i don't know it took us realistically an evening to take it out and the next weekend a half a day to put it in and you know i don't know 45 minutes to tune it you know and so we took that one out uh tony when was that that was right before sema mm-hmm. so a couple, of weeks, a couple the, weeks ago a couple weeks ago yeah yeah and uh that man i forgot how easy wheeling is when you have a rig that's sprung over and it's got detroit lockers and badass steering and all that stuff it's like uh
2: yeah, flexed out pretty good man you had some good good uh, photos there you posted up on our discord server of of that thing in action so yeah. that, was, that was nice to see that it was probably felt pretty good to, to get behind the wheel and and uh, and turn some rubber on that
1: yeah uh the steering wheel has gotten closer to my belly for some reason so i've got to go underneath it and weird. find out what got loose yeah i mean it can't be my belly it must be the yeah. rig oh, so uh <laughs> clearly something Some, wrong with Jesus. something's bent yeah something's bent gotta straighten yeah, that yeah <laughs> but uh, i i just think it's neat you know you get an old uh, uh a leaf spring rig and if you do them right i mean good night can they move like yeah. just exceptional well you know and uh, I i remember i built that with my boys you know the first time which uh, if you were looking at the, like the discord server or, or what's that thing I do, the Instagram, that is the same picture of that beautiful green or not picture, same Jeep of that beautiful green Jeep that I had in California years and years ago, but I had, I had rolled it and done some stuff. So that's when we boat sided it and did the dovetail on it and sprung it over and turned it into a, a in rig and not a go get ice cream CJ five, you know? Right very totally bitching
2: very very cool
0: Probably i might though.
1: actually i might take that tony
2: that's what i was because thinking I, you got a backup well, why you? not it sounds like it's trail ready man good to go
1: oh mm-hmm. uh, that that thing is bitching i mean and and w- the only thing i don't like about the scrambler they have the same amount of the uh, fuel um it's the same gas tank but the scrambler can do about four hours of wheeling before i run through all of the tank and the CJ5, you can wheel for an entire weekend and not need any fuel because the the <laughs> yeah. engine, engine is so much smaller, you know. Right. But I've oh, got I was that. Say, that's
2: the difference between that 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 tuned V8 and a and an inline six.
1: Right. And I've got my my Ford. I've got a 1996 Ford that we custom made a bed that my Jeep fits up on, so I wouldn't even need to tow a trailer. I literally can just park my Jeep up on my nice. truck and run. Man, this is john if you're listening i might crash your party bro oh it's no it's no <laughs> crashing i'm sure you, yeah you know, i think he would he would welcome you
2: with open arms yeah yeah.
0: Uh, yeah just uh bring free beer um okay so, <laughs> so uh, perhaps the best gladiator segment uh, we've had in a long time so thank you thank you very much for all that
2: bit
0: how long have you been listening to the jeep talk show for free how long have you been listening to the jeep talk show i mean let me just start with a big thank you for listening to the jeep talk show uh, and and thank you to all those that uh, used to be paid subscribers or still are uh <laughs> travis uh but uh, if you're not a paid subscriber think about being coming one uh like a little thank you for uh, for all the fun and entertainment that you get from the jeep talk show just go to jeeptalkshow.com/contact. And become a paid subscriber today.
3: From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, you guys talked about heat in your Jeep, and like I tell you, I usually take my thermostat out of my Jeep in the spring because it always tends to run hot down here in the South, and I never remember to put it back in until the fall when the first time I go to turn to the heat on and I get like lukewarm air but the easiest way to heat my Jeep I found is with the uh, waffle iron and it's great while you're stopped at a stoplight to just uh, make yourself some fresh waffles and I'm working on a syrup delivery system using my windshield washer bottle <laughs> but it's not working out too good well that's not why I'm calling we're calling to find out how come we don't call dental x-rays Toothpicks <laughs> Alright boys and girls I'll chat you later And you have a good one bye
0: So random blows to the head While you're walking uh, upright Under a low hanging uh, airplane wing Does to pay off uh, Is what we're, we're finding out here
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tinfoil t- 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 doesn't do uh, as good of a job As a hard hat normally just saying nikki g tin foils being collected for thanksgiving
0: now so you know it's uh, it's getting thin are you tired of all that noise from those other shows?
3: I think you have to keep that rig at the
0: moment. And now you can relax to the pleasing tones of the Jeep Talk Show every week. Unless you've got Dana 60s and 40s. Get the highest audio quality possible with each download. Now, you
2: know, you can them with them super And if you're tired of all that other stuff. Uh, and a thing with the big tires and the lighter. Then subscribe to the highest quality podcast on the web. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, and more. You need to give me
0: a beer hey coming up uh later this week uh our interview episode uh, on friday uh will be Robert with oh my god uh, help me with this guys is it stelvio Stelviobrands.com. dot com yeah the uh stelvio brands uh this was specifically about the element fire extinguisher. And uh, this, is th- this is really neat. It's like a, a full-size fire extinguisher, a little bit better than a full-size fire extinguisher, uh, but in a uh, kind of a compact rod design. you Interesting. You set this thing off, and uh, it's, it's great for all kinds of fires. So, yeah, check out the, uh, the Element uh, uh, Advanced uh, Fire Protection System. And uh, you'll learn more about that in the interview coming up this Friday. Hey, guys. Steve-O outside of Chicago here. This was the latest episode, and one of the comments on the uses of lockers. Wendy hit everything on the head, I thought. Great talk, uh, but you missed one. It's a very important time to use your lockers. When well, you're sitting at the bottom of a Muddy Hill, and you watch the Jeep in front of you go up, slide back down, reposition, go up again, slide back down. Third time, changes his line, goes up, comes right back down. Right the fourth time, he gets all the way to the top, and at the top, reposition again. Once you get to the top, that's the most important time for you at the bottom to get your walkers. It's just slowly climb up the hill. And the amount of fingers you get, a.k.a. the middle, <laughs> is the most gratifying thing. <laughs> just got to have the bragging rights sometimes. Even though you know you can do it without. It's a lot of fun sometimes just to uh, show the skills of what you got in your Jeep. Not necessarily skills, but the
2: tool to useful your
0: Anyway, great show. Love the coverage of SEMA. Peace out. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, thanks
2: for calling in, Steve. Somebody on, yeah, the, on Discord yeah. said, uh, the
0: time that you turn on your lockers is when Steve comes on the GMRS radio and says, uh, oh, no. <laughs> 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 you, you Perfect. Hear, you hear him, all right, lockers on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, he mentioned SEMA, uh, Chuck, and uh, this is probably a great opportunity for you to relate to uh, all all the the SEMA fun that you had that the Jeep Talk Show absolutely paid nothing for. (laughs) Let's make that clear. (laughs) That's that's all Chuck. We're not taking any responsibility for that whatsoever and not taking any responsibility for the fun that you had other than this thing. Chuck, please go to Sema. Please do your Chuck stuff out there, and you did. So, can you can you give us an update yeah. about it? And uh, don't don't forget to th- I, uh, to keep in the the part where there was uh, some male prostitutes that you uh, interacted with.
1: <laughs> I did. I cannot in any way condense the entire week down into uh, a part or even a single hour show like that week. Uh, by far has been one of my best memories in my entire life, and I've I've lived on the. Have you ever been Con to Vegas common. before? Never. Oh, so that was part of it. Was experiencing Vegas for the first time too? Yes, and experience Vegas with some of the coolest people in the industry that I absolutely love. Uh, you you can't you can't explain. There's there's no way that I could ever. You know, uh, depict the amount no. of fun, wholesome good fun. I mean, it, well, some of it wasn't wholesome, but it was mostly fun. But you were in and, Vegas. Uh, I, I was in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, actually, I, I would. You guys want to want to hear about uh, Wheeling with Quadratech and uh, the Tread Lightly Group yeah yeah i can, yeah, I can this do was, that.
2: Uh, that this was part of their their big 50 for 50 uh thing where they're trying to do trail cleanups in and in, in at least one trail cleanup in all 50 states and uh and you, you got right. to be a part got, got to be a part of uh of their their venture in uh in the state of nevada
1: yeah yeah uh got uh got invade uh invited by con media and um, so they just said, hey, where are you going to stay? And I told them I, I'm, out, I'm at Trump Tower or the Trump International Hotel or whatever you want to call it. And they said, no problem, man. We'll come get you. So they did. And, you know, you're, you're, you are you're get it. They picked me up in a damn minivan. And I'm like, ugh, oh, good night. Like, come on. Couldn't you have gotten something? And then they, I didn't say that, of course. But, you know, you get in, you sit down, and uh, you kind of look over to your left, and you're like, hmm, that guy seems slightly familiar oh yeah it was rick payway so you're like you shake his hand you're like all right like i grew up uh reading uh your magazines like this is this is absolutely bitchin so that's the start of one of the best days that i've ever had in my life uh we get out there the um quadratech rig is there from that, that greg made uh kind of watched that they they did some promos and and uh, you know i in a big group uh i get kind of quiet uh one-on-one i'm very good but uh big group especially one that I, I i knew nobody but greg but of course he's busy right i mean he's promoting this badass rig and um then we find out that uh las vegas rock crawlers are there they're the ones that were kind of um ramrodding the wheeling portion and what we were going to do is just kind of you know get in the rigs they were going to take us out there and Kind of show us, you know, the the Las Vegas area wheeling stuff, and we're going to clean up. Which I'm—I've been a huge advocate on uh, tread lightly. Huge advocate on take out more than you bring in. Uh, we do that every single trip. If you go wheeling yeah. with me, you will find me picking up other people's beer cans and soda yeah. cans and water bottles Same and launching them yeah. back. The fact that you, yeah, you have to. So they do a safety briefing. You know, and I—I I, unbeknownst to me, I had already done all the safety stuff on the internet. I didn't know that, but they said, "Oh no, Chuck, you've already already you know did all the waivers and stuff." I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." And I don't know. I think they had ten or twelve really tall jeeps, and when I mean really tall, they were really tall. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, "Whoa, where are all these drivers?" And uh, at the end, they go, "Okay, pick your rig," <laughs> and you're like, "What?" And I'm like, really? "I don't." Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know what rig to go and. And so I'm kind of looking around, and there's a beautiful blue one, and it's gone. There's a beautiful this one, and it's gone. And there's a beautiful that one. It's gone. They had a black one that was gone. And there's LJs and TJs and something J and J something else's, JLs and all these other thingies. There's not a single CJ there, but whatever. And the leftover was a JT with an angry grill. And I thought, son of a bitch. (sighs) Oh, okay. Chuck
3: gets the plastic jeep
2: with the with the angry grill. Oh, jeez. And, and one
1: tons, and 40s.
0: Oh, oh actually, right, quick correction. It and was a, a JT is a gladiator. A, it wasn't a gladiator. Uh, what's the the TJ the long not, TJ? Josh is it L J L? I mean, I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, the the that, JL.
0: It was not a JL. An L L J L J. Sorry. So is an L J? Yeah, it was an L J on tons that's, with
1: uh, a, long one, arms. Uh, yeah, and 40s. 40s and an automatic. <laughs> and I'm like, if John Lee could ever see me get into this, I will never freaking. <laughs> well, I'm like, okay, well, there's nobody around me, right? So you get in this thing, and you're kind of like trying to figure out how to you know, shoehorn my big ass in there. Because I'm not the biggest guy in the world, but I'm definitely not the smallest. And then I look over, and here comes a beautiful blonde gal. And she just gets in. And i look at her and i think oh praise the lord you know this is going to be absolutely f- phenomenal ended up being uh, a photographer that's working with uh, quadratech that's working with tread lightly uh rovin Rev- reverie uh she's an um, tara is her name she's an amazing photographer and uh she's got a jeep she goes wheeling all the time and i looked at her and i says you're i'm probably going to need some help because i've never wheeled an automatic she goes okay no problem i'll help you I'm like okay great so we go out we go wheeling and it's just fun you know it's not i would not say it's extremely difficult um i didn't even know how to put the lockers on were you on were you were you in a park were you just out in the middle of the desert i
2: mean where what where'd you guys go
1: uh yes we went out to the middle of the desert i don't know where exactly we went uh it was not very far out of vegas maybe 20 or thirty minutes. Uh, there's a name for it, but I, I don't know. I mean, forgive me for not having wonderful information for this this part of the show. But um, it was a lot like uh, the Hidden Falls area, where it was a lot of shaley-type rock. It was not smooth rock it, at all, and lots of sand. Um, we ended up doing dunes a little bit later, and that was real fun. Um, I don't really think that the four O. Had enough ass to get those 40s going, but I'm sure it had amazing gear ratio and all of that stuff. I just, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I did. I'm so used to the V8 by now that if I was to give the V8 the amount of throttle it took to get that Jeep moving, I would have been in the next county. You mm-hmm.
0: know, mm-hmm. so <laughs> so Nellis yeah. Nellis Dunes, I know, is one part of the area that Chuck was in. It's about uh, 23 miles uh, north uh, east of the the SEMA Convention Center. Okay, so it's very yeah. it's very close, but not so close that it was walking distance for for Chuck. Right.
1: Yeah, and uh, so we did that, and we probably wheeled for a good couple hours. I mean, I, but I was you know having a great time. You know, at, at Tara and I we were just laughing and joking. The amount of wheeling that she does, and you know, kind of getting to know each other, and you know, we're we're cbing with everybody else, you know, and talking, and you kind of lose track of time. And next thing you know, it's oh shit, it's lunch. You know, and we started this at eight. Um, so we stopped and, uh, everyone got out and there's just tons of trash bags and stuff that they passed out to all of us. And, uh, you, you start cleaning up and, you know, and there is so much shit out in the Delta, uh, the, the really? desert. Also. Oh my God. People are freaking disgusting. Like there is crap everywhere. And, you know, Tara and I found this place where these bastards, you know, were out there with shotguns and just blowing shit to bits or shotgun shells everywhere and trash everywhere and crap everywhere and broken everything everywhere. And in all the waterways, you know, when they get a, a good rain, everything goes in these waterways and just piles up. And I mean, piles it up. So I bet you we got 40 trash bags, 30, 40 trash bags full to the top nice. of shit between all of the jeepers and then it was like okay well let's uh let's go hit the dunes so there there was some photo op stuff there tara had her had her drone out getting great footage and lots yeah. of really neat pictures by there are some is other there, photographers is there that, websites that,
2: that were, or anything uh, an instagram account where we the, can go uh, check
1: out some of these some of these photographs the uh my understanding is quadratech is doing a write-up about it um oh, okay i think so That'll yeah. be neat to uh, to to do, and I'm sure there's a lot on the Tread Lightly website. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it was such a whirlwind of fun that I I didn't really get that much information. I was just wheeling, you know.
0: And I, and I should so, mention uh, really quick it, that Tom Zelinsky from Four Fest Events was out there too, because he's part of the the Tread Lightly. Yep. Uh, bo- he's a Tread Lightly board member, so which was, yeah, he was which was also fun. Whenever I was uh, when we got the invite, Jeep Talk Show got the invite for this. I, I reached out to Tom because he's been so great about uh, helping us uh, uh, getting uh, Jeep people on the show. I, I just felt like I was going to be able to help Tom out and get him out there, maybe get him an invite to this Quadratech thing. And he, he reminded me he was a, a Tread Lightly board member, and he had to be there. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and I felt like an idiot. <laughs> yeah but uh yeah so much more for uh for Chuck to let us know and we'll have to get more information about this uh, from you Chuck cuz it sounds like we've only scratched the surface yeah
1: yeah oh yeah and so that i i've got to make mention of the the last thing you know when we were when we were done and every, you know we're all leaving and and uh, there was just one very hard spot and i mean it was realistically a 5 to 6 foot ledge And, uh, you know, all these rigs are going through and about the, the third or fourth rig, they just kind of said, eh, you probably, we we probably can't do it because it all had been dug out. So, um, Rick payway was in front of me with Terry with Quadratech and they go, oh, we're, we're going to do it. And I looked at the, the leader of the, um, Las Vegas rock crawling Jeep club and I says, well, I'd like to try it. And he goes, oh, okay, we'll just get right behind payway. And they're like, well, you've been wheeling for 44 years. You should be fine. So, Rick, uh, it it took him about, you know, three or four stabs, and he made it, and then it was my turn. And uh, this is where I learned to respect the wheelers that know how to wheel with an automatic. It is way different. I had never done it ever before. And uh, first, you know... try you know i'm like i don't really know what to do and tara's like well you you got to put your foot on the brake you got to do this you got to load it up and blah, blah blah she knows exactly what to do and i'm thinking you get in a driver's seat like i will follow you like no problem so second time it was like no you're doing it all wrong and i'm like okay you know help me out so they did and on the third try it was hey chuck you're literally vertical uh we think it's just dug out too much and i go okay no big deal you know I, my pride wasn't hurt that bad you know i'm like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and it, uh, it had been dug out. So as we start driving away, I, I look over at Tara and I go, well, I'm really sorry. I couldn't get it up for you. And we, oh, drove, off. <laughs> and we drove off and that was the joke of the, the, the rest of the event. You know, thanks a yeah. lot. You put me with a guy can't get it up, you know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> God.
1: Right. but you tried. <laughs> but i did i tried my best three times even you you try but, uh, and then you yeah,
0: apologize well, i i know i know how it works. yeah sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry i'm sorry it's i'm so you. sorry this never happened That's to the me first before time
1: this has ever happened to me yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it is but john saying no you were with me the last time you couldn't get it up like, dang it john <laughs> oh, Shut up. God, you're not helping <laughs> 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 so it, it was great i mean what a wonderful experience um uh, if I do get an invite, I'm I, I want to go to SEMA again next year because you you can't. I mean that's that was the first day before SEMA even started. You know, you you get they literally gave us Jeeps. Here you go, go have fun. Yep, got a ride out there. Want. There was uh, food
0: and drink, and it was uh, such a wonderful thing yes. for for Quadratec to invite us and have us out there. And a big shout out to Con Media for uh, uh, making yeah. all that stuff happen.
1: Yeah, Michael with Con Media was absolutely amazing. Got to meet him later later that week. Uh, I think it was Thursday. that I, I met. I'm kind of getting lost on the days. I know. Uh, I keep saying like I met these guys, you know, Saturday and Sunday, but no, it it was Monday through Thursday that I was there. But yeah, uh, just a great experience. I mean, I and just the sidebar stuff. What what um, Bob did to me Monday night at a restaurant slash old strip club and you know i mean yeah a lot of the 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 hysterics that the jeep talk show group brings you know you take that you know here's this country boy cowboy and you're going to vegas i mean there there was a lot of come on cowboy we're going to go show you the world you know uh, events the entire week and it's i we can talk about it for weeks and it's it was so much damn fun
0: yeah we'll definitely be talking about it more
1: yeah very, very good time. Wonderful time.
0: So, Tuesday night is our roundtable episode. All you have to do to be on the, uh, the Tuesday roundtable episode, to be on the recording, is to come and join us Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, and uh, you will be on the show. You'll be one of the Zoom members, and then uh, we uh, publish that show on Wednesday. So, come Tuesday and hear yourself on Wednesday.
2: How can they find out how to come on Tuesday, Tony? Well, how about the newsletter, Josh? that newsletter is the best way in fact and uh, if you're listening to this right now and you sound like and it sounds like uh being on the jeep talk show and r- being with us as we record an episode live sounds like fun which it is a lot of fun well then the newsletter is how you get in on that action there in that newsletter once you sign up you will find the links to join in on the zoom room and uh and become a member of the zoom people and uh you might <laughs> want to be careful about who you associate with in there no in all seriousness no it, it's a lot of fun a lot of great people it's the world's biggest round table of nothing but jeepers and we have a lot of fun uh, interacting with each other and talking about this that and the other thing and sometimes even a surprise guest pops in for a little Q a and and has a little bit of uh, a little bit of fun with us as well uh, the Jeep talk show newsletter can be found at jeeptalkshow.com/ contact. That's really the only page you need to remember, Uh, and you can find out all sorts of information about how to join in on the fun, how to interact with us here on the show, signing up for that newsletter, of course, and don't worry, it's just as easy to unsubscribe from it as it is to subscribe to it. We're not going to spam you, we don't sell your information, and you also get a great bunch of information about what's happening here on the show, who we're going to be talking to, what we're giving away, and when. It's your inside information and uh, best chance of winning some of uh, some of our gear that we're giving away all the time. So jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Sign up for the newsletter today, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Well, Jeep, it looks like this episode of the Jeep Talk Show has come to the end of the trail. Uh, we've got another episode coming up right around the corner. Until then, be sure to call the show and say hi sometime. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Alright, you've been a rat bastard long enough. You know what you need
3: to do. I'm guessing since 2010.